Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello there, we are recording. Hi, hello. Welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, which is totally fine, uh, I would just like to, you know, say all the best. Season's greetings. Merry Christmas and best wishes to all of you out there, wherever you are, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Now, um, normally at Christmas, I do some sort of Christmas related episode, even though, as I just said, I know that not everyone out there listening to this celebrates Christmas. I mean, maybe you don't. Maybe it's not the thing that you celebrate. Uh, But anyway, it's sort of a tradition. I mean, I don't just mean Christmas. Obviously, Christmas is a tradition. But I mean, it's sort of a tradition for me to do something on this podcast for Christmas, right? I've done lots of... I mean, is is this the... how How many times have I had Christmas on this podcast now? I don't know. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. I think this is the 15th Christmas that I've had. I started at 9 there. You heard me counting. 9, 10, 11. That's because it's 2009, 2010. My first Christmas uh, f- for this podcast was 2009. So this, I think, is my 15th uh, Christmas. I don't know if I've done 15 Christmas episodes. I may well have done. Anyway, um, it's sort of a tradition for me to do uh, something for Christmas. And um, now I do actually have another episode lined up. It's a story episode. Um, But you see, the thing is, I need plenty of time. I think I need plenty of time for that because it's not it's still not completely finished yet. So if I have the time, I will record that tomorrow morning. Uh, But I wasn't sure. And I just thought, well, I'd like to record something anyway. Uh, so that at least I can publish at least one nice episode for Christmas. But then I was thinking, wait a minute, if I don't do the story episode, then, oh, it's too complicated. You don't need to know all my thought processes. Basically, hello, here's a Christmas episode. Uh, And um, because um, I'm doing this one in a sort of slightly unprepared way, uh, this is a, a rambling episode. It's a Christmas ramble. Okay, it's a Christmas ramble. Hello to everyone in podcast land. Hello, hello to everyone listening to this. And I should probably say at the beginning, thank you. And I just want to say a very big thank you. So we're at the end of 2023. Thank you to everyone out there for listening to my podcast this year. Um, thank you to you so much. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the fact that you uh, decided to listen to my episodes. That you listened. Maybe, maybe you didn't listen to any others except this. But anyway, even if this is the only episode of my podcast that you have listened to, and maybe you're listening to it in 2024. (laughs) Uh, So here's me going, thank you for listening to my episodes of my podcast this year, 2023. And there's someone going, "Uh, this is the first episode I've ever listened to, and it's 2024. Um, 
In any case, thank you so much for choosing to listen to my podcast. Um, I appreciate that very much. And, um, you know, thank you for being discerning as well. Uh, thank you for those people who have um, supported the podcast in many different possible ways this year, including uh, being a premium subscriber, uh, because uh, you really helped this podcast to actually survive. You helped me to be able to continue doing this. And of course, in return, you get all of your premium episodes. How many premium episodes did I publish this year? Loads. Uh, let me just check. Um, how are you going to check that, Luke? Well, I'll just go onto my website and go to the archive of all premium episodes and have a look. You can see all the dates as well there. You can see the publishing dates. So uh, first one was uh, P43. P43 was the first episode of the year. So that's, hold on, let me just try and count these. This is going to be fascinating. I might uh, edit out my counting. 33 premium episodes were published this year. So you got, you know, how many is that? Is that oh, it's more than... I don't know. It's loads. <laughs> I was going to say it's more than two a month, isn't it? Of course, it's more than two a month. I mean, the minimum, you know, is two per month, but you're getting more than two a month. So anyway, thank you to the premium subscribers. Thank you uh, f if you sent a donation through PayPal to support the podcast. Really, thank you so much for doing that. That's very nice of you. Um, thank you for telling your friends about the show and recommending it to other people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, basically. Right. So, um, are you ready? How's your how's your Christmas period going? And maybe you're just sitting there doing nothing because you don't celebrate it. Maybe you don't celebrate it, but it's still a nice time of year. Or maybe you're like me and your your December is, it, you know, we are told by the music that we hear that it's the most wonderful time of the year. This is These are the songs we hear in the shops as we are rushing around stressed out. Uh, we're told it's the most wonderful, special time of the year, but actually it's quite a stressful time of year. And, uh, you know, I, I say this every single December on this podcast. I say almost the exact thing. We're told it's a wonderful time of the year. We hear these beautiful songs saying it's the most fantastic time of the year. And then we're just stressed out trying to buy presents, trying to organise... Um, uh, family get-togethers, uh, trying to organise travelling uh, from one place to another um, and trying to avoid catching some kind of winter virus uh, throughout the whole process and then spending time with your family. Luckily for me, I love spending time with my family, my mum, my dad, my brother, um, my wife and our two children as well, of course. Um but for a lot of people, it's it's not that fun. You know, you have to just spend time with people that you'd rather escape from. Anyway, Christmas time, Christmas time. And I was sitting here thinking, right, well, what can I do on this podcast that doesn't really require that much preparation, right? Maybe I could just do something quick. And I thought, I know, let's play around with chat GPT. And so that's what we're going to do. Now, I've done lots of episodes this year. I could go through, I could do a review of all the episodes I've done, but I won't do that. You can do that yourself. Just look at my episode archive on my website and scroll through and you can see all the episodes. But have you listened to all of them? Um, it's been a it's been a good year actually. I've really enjoyed doing podcast episodes this year. Uh, I've I, I mean I, you know I've just I just love it. I love making podcast episodes. I love almost every aspect of doing this, except certain things. The only negative things are like when you get sort of crappy comments 
uh, online that make you feel really bad. You know, like bad faith comments, comments that are intended to make you feel bad, comments that are complaining or insulting. It's hard to filter those things out. It really is. Uh, but, you know, you just do what the best you can, don't you? You really do. Um, by the way, video viewers, I've made an effort. Look, I'm wearing a red sweater just to show how festive I'm feeling. That's it. That's literally the only thing. It's not even really a Christmas sweater. It just happens to be a red colour. There are no Christmas decorations in my room. I haven't made much of an effort. But then again, I did just decide to record this spontaneously. So I've done lots of episodes this year. I hope you've enjoyed them all. I really, really, really do. Um, I had a great time making those episodes. Uh, Chat GPT was one of the things that happened this year. And I do use it. I use it uh, quite a lot for two things. The first thing I use it for is to uh, give me samples of English, especially for the premium stuff. I'm always looking for example sentences. And ChatGPT just gives me those example sentences so quickly. I can say, give me 10 sentences with this phrase or give me 10 sentences with this phrase in the past or whatever. And it will just do it instantly. And I can take those phrases and adapt them and use them, right? Um, I use it for that. I also use it for preparing English lessons and it's not cheating at all. It's totally fine. So if, for example, if I've got a lesson and I've got material for that lesson, which is which includes, you know, some um, listening or reading tasks, some kind of vocabulary pronunciation, some grammar exercises, and stuff like that and I want to extend it uh, and maybe I want to include some speaking practice for different vocabulary or grammar that we are looking at or I want to include some speaking practice for the topic that we're doing then I will just ask ChatGPT I'll say can you write 15 interesting conversation questions for a discussion about you know whatever it is a discussion about food and cooking at Christmas time for a group of intermediate learners of English, okay? And I can even say, include questions about these things. You know, I can just add in a list of things. Whoops, I bumped something on the desk. Um, include, you know, questions about this kind of stuff and it will do it. It'll create a list of questions. I can easily copy paste that into a document, adapt the questions if I want to. If I think some of the questions are a bit rubbish or a bit weird, just delete them. And then I can... Um, adapt some, you know, and really quite quickly, I've come up with a page of questions, conversation questions, and I can either just present the questions to my class and, at, you know, the, in the last half an hour of the class, I can say, OK, here's a, an open speaking practice discussion on this subject. We've done all this language work. Let's now do some speaking practice on the subject, see if you can use the vocab, or I can actually take some of the words out from the questions uh, and, and remove them and they have to put them back in, which is an exercise that focuses the students on, you know, uh, just focuses their attention on some of the words, helps us to uh, practice, you know, all sorts of things. There's loads of stuff you can do. And um, one of the episodes I did this year was with a guy called Joe Dale, who is an ed tech guru, right? He's, he's, a, he's a specialist in uh, technology for education. And he talked about Chrome extensions, Google, Google Chrome extensions for ChatGPT. And I've just installed one of them uh, on my Chrome browser. And it's uh, voice chat for ChatGPT. Is that what it's called? Is it called? Is that really what it's called? Hold on. 
Did I, is that right? Voice control for chat GPT. And I just thought, you know what? Let's just have a chat. Let's just have a chat with chat GPT. Let's have a conversation with it. Maybe chat GPT can give me some ideas about what I could talk about in this vaguely Christmas themed uh, rambling episode. But in any case, let's see. Let's see what happens. All right. And I'll try to make my conversation with ChatGPT interesting. Okay. Let me also just make sure I know how long I've been speaking um, uh, in order to monitor this. So I can see myself on the screen now and I can see I've been speaking for over 10 minutes. Um, all right. Okay. And what a wonderful 10 minutes it's been. Hasn't it been fantastic? Is it better with that light on? No, it's not. It's too bright. I'm trying to get my, as always, I mean, in audio land, you don't have to worry about these problems, about visual issues, like whether the light is on or not. I mean, that's not a concern. That's why I love audio so much. But for the video stuff, I do have the added uh, worry of what I look like. What do I look like? Is the lighting right? What about the... the, the um, what about the the background and stuff like that? I've been, I mean, YouTube has has uh, been huge for me this year, I have to say. I know that I still consider this to be first and foremost an audio podcast, which has video versions on YouTube. But YouTube has just been ridiculous this year. I mean, ridiculous in a sense that it's grown so much. I've, I, I, I uh, got more than 500,000 subscribers on YouTube this year. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Largely thanks to certain episodes, certain videos really do well on YouTube. Not all of them. Some of them really do. The ones that do the best are the Learn English with a Short Story series. And I published a couple of those this year, especially the one called Parsons Pleasure, uh, which was in May, April, May, I think. That one, huge success. It's got, I think, three million views on YouTube. And that and a few other videos that did, you know, did well also really dragged up the entire, my entire YouTube channel so that overall it's got a lot of subscribers. But that, I would argue, is largely thanks to certain key videos. Having said that, though, most of my episodes on YouTube now do get like way better in terms, way more views than they did five years ago or whatever. Um, anyway, but I've been trying to work out the my camera situation. Sometimes I use the, the webcam on my laptop. Uh, sometimes I use... A Logitech webcam, but that has started to malfunction recently. I recorded an episode this morning and the, the webcam went all wrong, so, which is annoying. That episode's going to be published um, in the new year at some point. And now I'm using another webcam, which um, is actually was more expensive than the other two, but it's almost too good. Like the quality is too clear and I don't know if I really want you to see me in that much detail. I don't know if I want you to see my face in full HD, 4K, crystal clear quality. So I'm not, not entirely comfortable with that. But anyway, that's what we've got today. But again, audio people, hello. You don't have to worry about all that stuff, which is great. You can just relax and listen to this uh, podcast while doing something else. You can listen to this while you are traveling or you know, you can just close your eyes. Not what, not if you're driving, of course, or operating heavy machinery in a factory. Don't close your eyes when you're doing that. But I guess the, the, the thing is that if you're in audio land, then uh, 
I, I think it's great, isn't it? Listening to an audio podcast is fantastic because you can be walking along. You know, you don't have to be staring. You know, you don't have to be locked in front of your screen looking at it. You can just go off and do whatever you want while listening, hopefully on headphones. I love audio podcasts. I also love YouTube stuff too. You know, just love everything. It's great. Anyway, let's have a chat with ChatGPT. And I'm going to do this um, through voice control and it's going to talk to me. All right. So uh, let's see. Hello, ChatGPT. How are you today? Did that work? <sighs> okay. It right. looks like your message is empty. How can I assist you today? Check out his accent. Okay. I said, hello, ChatGPT. How are you today? Hello. I'm just a computer program, so I don't have feelings, but I'm here and ready to assist you. Hello. How can I help you today? Hello. I love his accent. I realize it's a bit rude of me to have a conversation with him. And then while he is right there, kind of take the piss out of him to you. I mean, that's just rude, isn't it? But it's all right because he's a computer program and he doesn't mind. Right? I'm going to ask that. That's going to be a very weird question for, for him. But let's see. I'm sure he will probably reply by saying, I'm a computer program, so I don't care. But let's see. Um, Chat GPT, do you mind if I have a conversation with you and then kind of make fun of your responses just a little bit to my podcast audience? Let's see. I'm here to provide information and assist you to the best of my abilities. While I strive to be helpful and accurate, I understand if you want to have a light-hearted or entertaining conversation. Just keep in mind that my responses are generated based on patterns in data and might not always perfectly match human expectations or humor. If you have any specific topics or questions in mind for your podcast, feel free to ask. Okay, so basically he doesn't mind. And by the way, his accent, he's got this slightly posh accent. It's not, it's not that posh. Yeah, hello. He's not quite that bad. He's not like a character in The Crown or something. But he does have that sort of ever so slightly posh received pronunciation. Um, so anyway, he doesn't mind. He said, I'm here to provide information and assist you to the best of my abilities. While I strive to be helpful and accurate, meaning he does his best, to be helpful and accurate. I understand if you want to have a light-hearted or entertaining conversation. Just keep in mind that my responses are generated based on patterns in data and might not always perfectly match human expectations or humour. Yeah, no, they don't. They've ChatGPT rarely matches human levels of humour, but that's okay. We know what we're dealing with. Um, so let's see. So ChatGPT, what I'm doing is I'm trying to record an episode of my podcast. Uh, it's called Luke's English Podcast. Have you heard of it? As of my last update in January 2022, I don't have real-time access to current events or specific information about podcasts that were created after that time. However, Luke's English Podcast is quite popular and known for teaching English in an engaging and informative way. If you have any specific questions or topics you'd like to discuss or explore for your podcast episode, I'd be happy to help. Sorry, did you say Luke's English Podcast is quite popular? 
Yes. As of my last update in January 2022, Luke's English podcast was known to have a substantial following among English learners. It's recognized for its engaging content and helpful language learning materials. Please note that podcast popularity can change over time, so I don't have real-time data on its current status. Right, so because what he did first, he said, Luke, he said, uh, however, Luke's English podcast is quite popular. And I thought, what, just quite popular? I think what you mean is it's extremely popular. Thank you very much. Uh, and then he kind of said, uh, Luke's English podcast was known to have a substantial following. Right, thank you. That's better. That's much better for my ego. Thank you very much. <sighs> All right. Okay, chat GPT. Don't hurt my feelings. And then... Then, then he wrote, but please note that podcast popularity can change over time. Yeah, I know, I know. Let's just hope it doesn't. Let's hope it hasn't anyway over the last 12 months. Um, yes, okay. So anyway, I'm trying to um, prepare an episode of my podcast about Christmas. Uh, do you think you could help me? Absolutely. I'd be happy to help. Christmas is a rich topic with various cultural, historical, and traditional aspects. What specific information or aspects of Christmas are you looking to include in your podcast episode? Are you interested in discussing its origins, traditions, cultural practices, or something else related to Christmas? Could you just ask me five light-hearted questions about my plans for Christmas this year? He's writing, he's writing, he's writing, he's writing. Of course. Here are five light-hearted questions about your plans for Christmas this year. What's your most anticipated holiday dish or treat that you're looking forward to enjoying this Christmas? Are you planning to stop, have any stop. quirky or unique traditions or activities this year that you haven't done before during the festive season? Have you created a special playlist for Christmas tunes? And if so, what are a couple of your favorite festive songs on it? Any hilarious or memorable gift-giving moments you're expecting or hoping for during this Christmas season? Are there any particular movies or TV shows that you absolutely must watch as part of your Christmas celebration? And why do they hold a special place in your holiday tradition? Feel free to answer these questions for your podcast episode. Okay. A couple of points about ChatGPT's pronunciation. Um, doesn't quite get the sentence stress right. Where was he? He said four. Where was that? Uh, yeah, that's it. Question four. Any hilarious or memorable gift-giving moments you're expecting or hoping for? Hoping for during this Christmas season. But he said, any hilarious or memorable gift-giving moments you're hoping for during this Christmas season? He's, he's used a, um, a reduced form of the preposition for in his pronunciation in that sentence, which is, you know, it's just not right, is it? Come on, chat GPT. It shouldn't be any moments you're expecting or hoping for this G Christmas. It should be any moments you're hoping for this Christmas. That's all right. I forgive, I forgive chat GPT because he's so helpful. And, um, you know, this is all right. It's not where it's a, this is a non, this is a safe space. Okay. This is safe space for learning English. I shouldn't be too critical. It's all. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Good. So the questions, the first one, what's your most anticipated holiday dish or treat that you're looking forward to enjoying this Christmas? A dish, that means a like f- something you could eat, right? Or a treat is like a special thing that you will enjoy. Um, and most anticipated holiday dish, I do like my mum's um, mince pies, okay? Mince pies are traditional... Um, things that you eat at Christmas, and it's a pie, little little pies, you know, small individual ones, small ones about the size of a cupcake, um, and they're made with pastry, a kind of sweet pastry, and inside there are it's a mix, it's a sweet mix of nuts. Is it nuts? Oh God, hold on, let's ask ChatGPT. What? Uh, oh, I can I can just talk to him. I'm going to change ChatGPT's voice. Let's have. Yo, he speaks so many languages. No, no, we want English, though. Let's have American English. Let's see if the American version of ChatGPT knows what a mince pie is. Can you explain the ingredients and recipe for mince pies, please? Certainly. Mince pies are a traditional Christmas treat in many countries, particularly in the UK. Despite the name, they don't typically contain minced meat anymore. Instead, they're sweet pastries filled with a mixture called mincemeat, which consists of dried fruits, spices, sugar, and sometimes a bit of brandy or other spirits. Here's a general recipe for mince pies. Ingredients for mincemeat filling. 1 cup raisins, 1 cup sultanas, golden raisins, 1 cup currants, 1 cup chopped mixed peel, candied citrus peel, 1 large apple, peeled, cord and grated zest and juice of one lemon zest and juice stop. of one orange how do one I half stop cup how do I stop just stop cover the bowl and let it sit overnight or for a few days for the flavors <laughs> stop to stop talking right okay sorry to interrupt her i didn't interrupt the guy i'm sorry i didn't mean to just that's you know it's not because of her because it's a girl all right it was just she that's a very there's a very very long um recipe that she's giving there uh, basically you don't need to know the whole mess recipe if you do want to know the recipe for mince pies just just google it right minced pies recipe bbc something like that because the bbc has lots of recipes so little pies uh, mint full of minced meat it's not actual meat um, instead it's uh, dried fruits spices sugar and sometimes maybe a little bit of brandy or other spirits and they're just delicious so i'm very much looking forward to eating uh, one or two or three uh, or nine 
uh, mince pies this Christmas. Second question, are you planning to have any quirky or unique traditions or activities this year that you haven't done before during the festive season? Anything quirky or unique or new? No, nothing new. Okay, we just want the same, exact same traditions that we've always had. We don't like change in my family. That's not true, actually. Um, We're not that kind of, um, uh, what's the word for it? Super traditional family. But we do tend to have the same traditions every time, which means the same kind of food, you know, like uh, mince pies, the traditional Christmas dinner. By the way, if you want all of the like absolutely every single detail about Christmas that you ever wanted to know, then you can go back and look at other episodes I've done about Christmas in the past. And I've done big Christmas rambling episodes with Amber. I did the A to Z of Christmas with my friend Raf, uh, where we talked about, you know, almost every conceivable aspect of Christmas culture in the UK. Uh, go into the episode archive, or in fact, go to the page for this episode on my website. I will list, because uh, I'm so friendly, like ChatGPT, I will list uh, all of the previous episodes I've done about Christmas in the past. Um, but I'm, I am looking forward to my dad's, uh, Christmas games, uh, this year, because every year he, uh, creates, uh, Christmas Olympics, 10 different games with points awarded and we all compete with each other. Um, it's not as serious as it sounds. It's very kind of just non-serious and, uh, it's not that competitive. Although my wife gets extremely competitive about it and, uh, really, really tries hard to win. Um, I'm normally the one who wins, you know, without making any effort, of course, actually secretly I do try to win sometimes. Um, little games, things like, um, what do we have? The memory game where my dad puts loads of items on a tray and um, we can look at the, the, the tray. It's got 15 things on it. We can look at it for a minute and then he covers up the tray. We have to write down all the things we can remember. And then the one who gets the most gets a point or whatever and other games like that. So I'm looking forward to the um, Christmas Olympics. Uh, there's also the um, uh, the hot potato game where it's like a kind of a battle and you versus another member of the family. Each person has got a spoon in their left hand. On that spoon is a potato and you have to balance the potato in the spoon. In your other hand, you have a rolled up newspaper, which you can use as a sort of beating weapon. And your aim is to try and make the other person drop their potato on the floor. The first potato to touch the floor, you know, loses. The first person whose potato touches the floor loses. And it's like, you know, you do that in rounds, stuff like that. If you want to listen to more about more details of that, listen to the uh, Christmas Ramble episode with Amber that I did in the past. I'm looking forward to that. Have you created a special playlist for Christmas tunes? And if so, what are a couple of your favourite festive songs on it? We don't really have a playlist. It's, it's one of those things like... I'm always on the lookout for good Christmas music because you always end up listening to the same old songs at Christmas and they're not always the songs that I like. You know, they're not, I don't, you know, I find that kind of like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Those kind of crooning, you know, the crooner kind of songs. It's not really the sort of thing I would normally listen to. So I don't know why I would choose to suddenly start liking that kind of music at Christmas. 
So that's a bit annoying. So I always want to find the Christmas tunes that I like. Uh, and I'm, I'm not always successful. Actually, you know what is really nice? Like, um, there are these choirs. If you look on Spotify or wherever you get your music, you can actually find, um, I think it's like the Cambridge University Choir or something like that, singing like Christmas hymns in a big cathedral. That's wonderful stuff. I like that. Um, any hilarious or memorable gift giving moments you're expecting f or hoping for during this Christmas season? Uh, hilarious or memorable gift giving moments. Well, I'm obviously hoping for everyone to just enjoy. I do love the moment when we give gifts. I mean, every year these days, you know, my mum sort of says, oh, you know, we're not going to do a big Christmas this year. We're not going to do a big Christmas. So, you know, don't worry about getting many presents. You don't really need to get anything. We're not really going to bother. Okay, we just keep it low key every single year. And then every single year, it's exactly the same. There are millions of presents under the tree because we just because we're so great. You know, we're such a great family. We can't help being generous. Um, I don't know. Uh, we end up buying stuff and there's always lots of presents. And normally it's my mum who actually has the most presents because all her friends and stuff buy her gifts as well. So I do like that moment where we open the presents together and, you know, you have maybe a glass of champagne, open the presents and then you have your dinner. Yum, yum, yum. Open the presents. Fantastic. You get some stuff. I do definitely get less stuff these days than I used to, which is fine. I remember when I was a kid... It was so exciting before opening the gifts. You'd see them all under the tree, all wrapped up. It was just so unbelievably exciting. And you'd, you know, the anticipation. And then you'd open the gifts and stuff. And then they, you'd have all your stuff there. And then later on, there'd be this sort of like sense of melancholy, like a sort of this feeling of sadness would drift in where the, it's like oh, the, the, the anticipation and the slight sense of weird Christmas regret or gr Christmas sadness, even though you just got all this stuff, all these things, and you've played with them a bit and stuff. And then, but that excitement that you had earlier the, in the morning has kind of been left with a weird feeling of like tiredness. And maybe you've got like too much food in your stomach. This sounds like the most unproblematic problem in the world, doesn't it? It really does. There's nothing, I think ever that I've ever had to really complain about at Christmas, especially when you consider what some people, how some people live and they have nothing. I've got absolutely zero to complain about, but that weird sense of melancholy that you can get after uh, a Christmas gift opening is weird. It's a weird thing that there's no reason for it. We're very, you know, I've always been very lucky in my life. Let's, let's answer the fifth question here from ChatGPT. Are there any particular movies or TV shows that you absolutely must watch as part of your Christmas celebration? And why do they hold a special place in your holiday tradition? Um, oh, I don't know, really. Not so much these days. Um, when I was younger, they would always show the Back to the Future films at Christmas. And it was always nice to, in the afternoon and Boxing Day or whatever to have a nice cup of tea and watch Back to the Future 2. I mean, that's it doesn't get much better than that, does it? It really doesn't. Um, these days, it's a bit different. We don't watch that much TV so much anymore, especially now that we've got kids. You know, my daughter and 
Now our little baby boy, who's five months old, little baby, he's doing fine, by the way. Um, with the kids around, we don't we try not to give them too much screen time. And with my daughter being, I mean, she's going to be six this this Christmas because her birthday is at Christmas time. She'll be six this Christmas, so she is growing up fast. But when she was little, like even more little than she is now, we didn't let her watch a lot of stuff on TV. So the TV wasn't always on. So that tradition of watching TV at Christmas has gone a little bit. Um, but they, you know, the king will make his speech. My dad always likes to have the king's speech, or previously it was the queen's speech, of course. Um, and um, that's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, Prince Charles giving his uh, speech to the nation. I've been trying to learn how to do a, a King Charles impression, not Prince Charles. And the thing about King Charles is that he he seems to speak out of the side of his mouth like that. <laughs> it's It's almost as though he's got another mouth on the, on the side of his mouth and he tries to say everything out of the side of his mouth like that. That's my key to doing a King Charles impression. Imagine you're not talking out of the front of your mouth. Imagine everything you say, you almost speaking out of the side of your neck like that. And you scratch the, scratch the back of your neck a little bit there. What, has he got like some sort of alien or something inside him that's trying to get out and trying to speak all the time? Listen, we're, we're actually reptiles. Don't tell anyone. No, I don't think that's what's going on. <laughs> Everyone's got their own idiosyncratic way of talking. And Charles seems to, some for some reason, speak in this sort of way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to talk to ChatGPT again. I'm going to change the voice to... Uh, I-N. I-N? What's that? In Ireland? What's I-N? I'm not sure. So, chat GPT, I think that I should probably stop recording my podcast episode now. Uh, what do you think? Do you think there's something that I should say to my listeners at the end of the episode? Absolutely. Here are some suggestions for wrapping up your podcast episode. Indian. Express gratitude. Thank your audience sincerely for tuning in and spending time listening to your podcast. Let them know how much you value their support. Tease future content. Hint at upcoming episodes or topics to keep your listeners excited and looking forward to what's coming next. Encourage interaction. Invite your listeners to engage with you by leaving comments, sharing their thoughts, or suggesting topics they'd like to hear about in future episodes. Promote your podcast. Remind your audience where they can find your podcast. <sighs> okay. Mention specific platform. Okay, okay, okay. That was uh, that was Indian English actually, with an Indian accent. Some very good advice there. Okay, so ChatGPT said, "Here are some suggestions for wrapping up your podcast episode. Wrapping up now, obviously, wrap up a present." before you give it to someone. But you can wrap up a podcast episode or wrap up a meeting. That means finish it, basically. Um, so, okay, number one, it says express gratitude. Thank your audience sincerely for tuning in and spending time listening to your podcast. Let them know how much you value your support. Thank you, everyone, uh, sincerely for tuning in and spending time listening to my podcast. Uh, I really value your support. I really, really do. Thank you so much. I mean, it's it's uh, it's hard to explain really how much I value your support because, you know, without you, this wouldn't happen at all. It would be like me playing, um, what? It'd be like me playing tennis with no one. It would just be like, okay, let's start the game. That's it. That's the end of the game because the ball won't come back. It would be a bit like that. Um, 
So thank you so, so much, as I said earlier. Second bit of advice, tease future content. Hint at upcoming episodes or topics to keep your listeners excited and looking forward to what's coming next. Well, one bit of future content, uh, if I do it, is to do this Christmas story episode. In fact, to be honest, it's a story that I did read, um, I think it was eight years ago on the podcast, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Now, I just wanted to read it again for two reasons. Reason one is because, um, well, I suppose a lot of the people who listened to the episode 300 and something, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, that one I did many years ago, a lot of those people... Well, a lot of the new people listening haven't heard that episode, so that's one reason. And another reason is that I do a video version of it too, and that would allow me to do to tell that story to my video audience. It's a great story with a with a good message at Christmas time. So hopefully, I will get myself together and actually do that episode tomorrow, right? If I have time. I mean, it's it's a crazy time. It's Christmas time, and it, everything gets very busy. We've got to do last minute Christmas shopping, We've got to do packing uh, for our trip to England and other things as well. There's lots of other loose ends that need to be tied up. But hopefully if I can get it together, then I will record that and I'll publish it. Um, but other upcoming content. So there's the 2023 news quiz, the 2023 world news quiz. I recorded that with Stephen from the Send 7 podcast. We did it last year. We've done it again. 20 questions about events from 2023. 2023, it's been a heavy year in many ways. Um, and um, Stephen's questions touch on some of the very serious subjects that um, have been in the news lately, and also some of the lighter topics too. So it's a, a mix of those things, a sort of review of the year in the, in the news. So there's that. That'll be in two parts. 10 questions and then 10 questions. Um, what else have I got coming up? Um, well, I've, I've recorded uh, two episodes with Amber and Paul uh, a week or two ago, and they will arrive in the new year, um, those two episodes. Also, I did one this morning with my friend Max, who works at UNESCO, right? And it's I've always been interested in speaking to Max about the work he does at UNESCO. It's so dark in my podcast room. Oh, that's too bright. Uh, I've always been interested in asking Max about his work because it's all about the complex intercultural communication and the work of the, the, the diplomatic... Can I, shall, I, shall I say that again? The diplomatic work that he does in working with uh, representatives from 194 countries. They work together to try to uh, pass... Not laws, they don't make laws at UNESCO, but to create these advisory documents. Um, it's a huge international project, UNESCO, with a, a very ambitious vision, uh, but it requires close collaboration and diplomatic communication. And so I asked him all about that. And we get into quite a lot of specific stuff about the process of creating... Um, the process of working together with, with people from other nations in order to achieve things is very interesting. Uh, so that's coming up. And I've got other stuff in the bag as well uh, in the pipeline, which uh, should come soon. Plus all so many other episodes I want to do in 2024. I hope you join me uh, for another year 
of podcasting. Um, encourage interaction, says ChatGPT. Invite your listeners to engage with you by leaving comments, sharing their thoughts, or suggesting topics they'd like to hear about in future episodes. So yes, do leave your comments. Uh, you know, share your thoughts in English in the comments section. Don't forget to smash the like button <laughs> as well, of course. Um, you know, feel free to suggest topics. I've got a long, long list of episodes to do, which are in various stages of preparation and development. But you know, you can you're always free to suggest topics to me, which will be which will be added to my list. Uh, promote your podcast. Remind your audience where you where they can find your podcast. So you can find my podcast wherever you get your podcasts, of course. Um, whether that be in a podcast app on your phone, like for example Apple Podcasts or or Google Podcasts, although that is going to finish, I understand. Google are going to stop Google Podcasts, which is terrible news. Uh, but anyway, you've got Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts. It is available on Spotify and, of course, on YouTube as well and my website. Um, so don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this. Um, and, uh, you know, leave if you enjoy my episodes, if you have enjoyed my episodes this year, if you've enjoyed spending time with me, if I have kept you company, if I've helped you with your English this year, then leave a review um, and, uh, you know, hopefully a positive one, because that will really help uh, promote the podcast on the platform that you're using. And that makes a huge difference. Um, OK. And then it says create a memorable sign off consider developing a unique sign off phrase or message that resonates with your podcast's theme or style it can leave a lasting impression on your audience well what do i normally say at the end of episodes i sort of say thank you for listening and don't forget to be excellent to each other as well um all right i hope that you can manage that I hope we can all manage that. Um, and, you know, on a more serious note, for those people who've suffered um, in in the context of terrible events that have been going on, including the horrendous uh, war in Israel and Palestine, which is just such a sad thing to see, and everyone who's suffered and it continues to suffer in that situation, you know, you have our support. We all, all the world is looking on and in in horror, and uh, we all wish you the very very best. You know, we really really do. Um, so, you know, just our thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, you know, for what it's worth. And everyone else out there in, in, in the world as well. This got suddenly very serious. Uh, but uh, wherever you are, uh, whatever you're doing, thank you for listening. Okay. And um, whatever time of day it is, whether it's morning, afternoon, evening or night, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. That's the end of this short and uh, rambly episode that was done with the help of uh, the very friendly chat GPT. Um, Okay, until next time, Merry Christmas and goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humor and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.